மனநம் நிதித்தியாசனம் லிசன் ரிஃப்ளெக்ட் அண்ட் அப்சார்ப் டியர் லிஸ்னர்ஸ் சாய்ராம் அண்ட் வெல்கம் டு அவர் ரேடியோ சீரீஸ் இன் விச் அ டிவான் டிஸ்கோஸ் டெலிவர்ட் பை பகவான் இஸ் பிளேட் இன் ஸ்மால் பார்ட்ஸ் அண்ட் ஃபாலோயிங் ஈச் பார்ட் அ ஷார்ட் டிஸ்கஷன் இஸ் அண்டர் டேக்கன் டு ரிஃப்ளெக்ட் ஆன் த மெசேஜ் திஸ் இஸ் எ பார்ட் ஆஃப் ரேடியோ சாய்ஸ் ஃபர்ஸ்டே லைவ் ஹோஸ்டெட் பை சாய் பிரகாஷ் அண்ட் பிரேம் எவ்ரி தேர்ஸ்டே அட் செவன் தேர்ட்டி பிஎம் only on asia's stream of radio sai global harmony today's episode was first broadcast live on 4th july 2013 the discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered as part of the summer course in indian culture and spirituality 1990 the clips played today are from the discourse delivered on 22nd may 1990 listeners if you have been following us you will know that we are studying the series of discourses swami gave us part of the summer course which was held in the year 1990 for the students of the shri satyasai institute of higher learning we've covered three of the discourses we are in the fourth discourse in that series and i have the pleasure as always of having the company of my brother from team radio sai sai prakash and of course this is your friend prem from team radio sai we begin this program by offering our most humble pranams at bhagwan's lotus feet saram sai prakash saram prem we started this fourth discourse mm-hmm. which is about the senses in the first discourse we covered which was about indian culture spirituality sanskriti the second and the third discourse was about the human body yes so we extensively spoke about the human body and now it's come to the senses mm-hmm. and the discourse is titled mastery of the senses yes and you can see that you know the same kind of systematic procedure which we saw in the first discourse about the body swami is going into that same taking the concept of the senses mm-hmm. you know starting itself swami is telling speaks of the importance and more than the importance the difficulty about of controlling the senses correct you know very beautiful uh, padyam swami starts with mm-hmm. by saying that you can be a scholar you can be a person of great wealth knowledge leadership mm-hmm. but whoever you are it is not easy mm-hmm. to control the body and the senses mm-hmm. it is not easy to keep the mind in a state of constant introversion and unshakable equanimity correct you know very forceful and very powerful padyam swami starts with and then swami you know very beautifully you know if you just look at it swami has been speaking about the body Correct. so he starts speaking about the uh, you know the senses mm-hmm. and when he starts he starts by comparing the senses with the body mm. and he says yes we have spoken about the body till now mm. and then swami starts speaking about the senses swami says the senses is inseparable from the body correct the senses does not have an existence of its own mm. but the senses are subtler than the body very beautiful and yes is the one which actually g- gives a certain kind of a value to the, to body, the body certain kind of mm. you know uh, if you could say swami go- goes on to say that it is stranger and unpredictable and indescribable even more than divinity itself and that's what swami <laughs> says that yes. you know, that is the thing because as we see the difference between a living body and a dead body mm-hmm. is maybe the activity of the senses yes the aliveness of the senses correct 
and then Swami goes on to say how beautifully the senses are the window between the body hmm. the jivatma and the world correct the senses is the means through which the world enters the body hmm. you know Swami says that and then Swami goes on to say the senses are called matraha hmm. or an instrument measuring instrument measuring instrument mm-hmm. because it is this instrument which says which is a good smell which is a bad smell which is a beautiful mm. picture which is an ugly picture which is mm. good taste and which is bad taste of course before uh, swami goes on to the other meaning of matra swami talks about the ashwamedha yagna correct you know in detail very beautifully swami says mm. what is the meaning of this ashwamedha yagna ashwa mm. meaning the, the horse, horse mm. the ever you know restless and mm. the swami says that even when it's sleeping it stands and it is all the time moving mm. okay and very nicely swami says ashwa means the horse the fickleness mm. and medha means buddhi or intellect correct so ashwa medha means fickle minded mm. and then swami saying you know a wonderful statement that swami made is to understand the complete meaning of this ashwa medha yagna mm-hmm. you should see it in the spiritual sense Mm. as well as in the worldly sense oh okay okay swami says ashwamedha the mm. spiritual sense is fickle minded mm. and swami says that one who has done the ashwamedha yagna is a great hero mm. so swami is combining these two and saying the one who has conquered the mind mm. is a true hero <laughs> wow that's amazing because this concept of chariot and charioteer right. that swami mentions here uh, as mentioned in the katopanishad In many discourses Swami has mentioned that the horses are actually the senses. Right. And the reins that holds the horses is the mind. Right. And buddhi or the uh, intelligence that is the charioteer. Charioteer. Yeah. So he says the senses have to follow the mind. That is the senses are held by the rein. And the one controlling them is buddhi, the charioteer. Right. So there's some kind of a hierarchy there. Right. And um, apart from just telling I mean I'm sure in the course of this discourse uh, Swami tells us that the senses are fickle and it's difficult to control the senses but then what is the actual use of the senses what it should be used for right that Swami has told many times it should be turned inwards the senses have to be turned inwards and uh, only when they turn inwards you get equanimity and you get uh, peace of mind <laughs> right and then of course swami speaks about the other meaning of matraha mm-hmm. means that which is the limiting instrument correct and swami says why a certain organ is given only for a certain purpose the ear can only hear mm. the eye can only see it also shows that each organ has its certain limit mm-hmm. you know even in the area in which it it functions correct the eye should see only what is supposed to be seen mm. the ear is to hear only what is supposed to be heard mm. then swami says that yeah you can hear anything mm. but you should be prepared to face the consequences, consequences. imagine swami makes that beautiful statement that uh, his acts are wondrous always mm-hmm. but the sense organs are equally wonderful and uh, if you just look at it absolutely in a scientific way uh, we know that um, in the eyes there are something like 40 lakh light rays right. swami mentions that in his discourses and there are 3 lakh taste buds taste buds i mean uh, god has planted all this so that you utilize the senses in the way they are meant to be utilized but he's endowed it with tremendous power right and then i think uh, there is the risk which which god took was to give humans the choice <laughs> <laughs> he gave you the choice to do what you want that uh, he gave that risk to us right. actually last week when we were talking about this thing where mm. we said 
when Swami says the instruments are a measuring instrument, mm-hmm. you know, that is why you are given that, uh, like suppose you take the example of smell, mm-hmm. you are given that thing to know that when a food article is not smelling well, mm. you internally know that it is not meant to be eaten. Mm. You know, that is the kind of reasoning which is given to you. So, mm. there is a purpose for which the senses have been given. Mm. Then again, the question will arise that, so we should go by the senses. Mm. So, the senses can guide you. Correct. And that is where the analogy of the chariot is very important. Mm. So, he says, yes, the horse is meant to take the chariot forward mm. in the direction which is supposed to go. But the mind is the one which has to control. The buddhi is the one which has to control through the mind. That's true. <laughs> That's amazing. And uh, uh, taking this hierarchy further, Swami actually says that buddhi is the son of Atma. Right. And the mind is the grandson of Atma. Oh, wow. So, that kind of completes this entire hierarchy. If you take Atma, Buddhi, Manas, Senses and then Body. So, Wonderful. there is that beautiful hierarchy amongst all these. <laughs> Wonderful. So, shall we go to the, sure. the next clip? This is yeah. the third clip in that discourse, dear listeners. At the end of this clip, we will ruminate on the message which Swami is sharing with us. For the nose, a particular function is given. It is meant for inhaling and exhaling and taking care of the health properly. It also decide the fragrant smell or the dirty smell. Nose has been given for this kind of specific purpose. Unfortunately, instead of using the nose only meant for the purpose of inhaling and exhaling, is used for snuffing and when one takes a snuff through the nose, he has violated the code the code laid down by God and also on account of spoiling his own health, he is suffering from, he is going to suffer from various diseases. In the same way, the tongue, it is meant for, for taking care of health. And also enjoying himself and giving joy. Talking sweetly and giving joy to others. It also gives an opportunity to express his own inner thoughts and inner feelings. Tongue has been given to express the most hidden secret things of one's own heart to others so that others may know who he is. 
సత్కీర్తిని పొందే నిమిత్తమై అందించినటువంటి ఈ జిక్వను ఈనాడు మనం దుర్వినియోగపరచుకుంటున్నాము టంగ్ విచ్ హెస్ బీన్ గివన్ ఈన్ ఆర్డర్ టు యూస్ ప్రాపర్లీ ఫర్ సచ్ గుడ్ టాస్క్ హెస్ బీన్ మిస్ యూజ్ దీస్ డేస్ మత్తు పదార్థములు స్వీకరించటము టేకింగ్ ఫార్ టేకింగ్ మాంసాన్ని భక్షించటము ఫార్ టేకింగ్ సిగరెట్లు బీడీలు చుట్టలు కాల్చటము స్మోకింగ్ సిగరెట్స్ అండ్ బీడీస్ పరదూషణ చేయటము క్రిటిసైజింగ్ అదర్స్ పరనిందలు సెలపటము కఠినమైనటువంటి మాల చేత ఇతరుల యొక్క హృదయాన్ని నొప్పించటము హర్టింగ్ అదర్స్ ఫీలింగ్స్ బై యూజింగ్ క్రూ ఈ రకమైనటువంటి యొక్క విరుద్ధమైనటువంటి చర్యల చేత భగవత్ ఆజ్ఞను ఉల్లంఘించటము బై ఫాలోయింగ్ దిస్ కాంట్రీ కోడ్ యూ హెస్ వైలేటెడ్ ది గాడ్స్ కమాండ్ నిర్ణయాన్ని ధిక్కరించటము అండ్ ఆల్సో గోయింగ్ అగెన్స్ట్ ఈ కారణముల చేత అనేక రకములైనటువంటి బాధలను కూడా మానవుడు అనుభవించవలసి వస్తుంది మ్యాన్ హ్యాస్ టు సఫర్ వేరియస్ టైప్స్ ఆఫ్ డిఫికల్టీస్ అండ్ ప్రాబ్లమ్స్ బికాస్ ఆఫ్ దిస్ కైండ్ ఆఫ్ మిస్ యూస్ ఇదే విధముగానే ప్రతి అంగము కూడాను ప్రతి ఇంద్రియం కూడాను తమ నిర్ణయానుసారంగా దానిని సక్రమమైన మార్గంలో అనుభవించటం చేతనే మానవుడు అత్యున్నత స్థాయిని అందుకోగలడు మ్యాన్ కెన్ రీచ్ the most exalted state and elevated state by using the sense organs properly indriyamulu unnavi kada ani ishtanusaranga deenini viniyoginchakodadu just because he is having sense organs he cannot, he cannot go on misusing them in any asamulu these are all ఈ అశ్వములను ఏ విధమైనటువంటి దీనిలో ఈ రథమును నడపడానికి తగినటువంటి ఉపాయమును తగినటువంటి యొక్క సాధనను మనం అనుభవించాలో దానికి తగినటువంటి రీతిగా మనం ఆచరించాలి దిస్ ఆర్ ఆల్ ఇన్స్ట్రుమెంట్స్ ప్రాపర్ ట్రైనింగ్ ప్రాపర్ థింకింగ్ ఇన్ యూజింగ్ దెమ్ సో దట్ దే విల్ పర్ఫార్మ్ దర్ ఫంక్షన్స్ ఎఫెక్టివ్లీ అండ్ ఎఫిషియంట్లీ బండి వెనుకల గుర్రము ముందు ఉంటుండాలి యు ఆర్ కీపింగ్ ది కార్ట్ బిఫోర్ ద హార్స్ కానీ ఈనాడు మనము అశ్వములను వెనకల బండిని ముందు పెడుతున్నాం ఇన్స్టెడ్ ఆఫ్ కీపింగ్ ది హార్స్ ఇన్ ద ఫ్రంట్ అండ్ కార్ట్ బిహైండ్ యూఆర్ కీపింగ్ ది కార్ట్ దీనివల్ల అనేక విధమైన ప్రమాదములు కూడా సంభవిస్తుంటాయి అన్ అకౌంట్ ఆఫ్ దిస్ వన్ ఫేసెస్ మెనీ డేంజర్స్ అట్టు కాక ఇంద్రియములను గౌరవించాలని ఇంద్రియములను ప్రేమించాలని ఇంద్రియములు అనేక రకములైనటువంటి ఒక సత్కార్యము సలపాలని మనం ఆశించి ఆ బండి లోపల ఇంద్రియ గుర్రములు కూర్చోబెడితే బండి ఏ రీతిగా కలగ కదలగదు suppose you want to just give a lot of respect honor to the horse and keep the horse inside the cart how can the cart move manalo indriyamulnu kramakramina balaparchukuntu antarmukhanga danini anagadokkadaniki taginatundi krishi cheyatam ledhu while developing these sense organs we are not making effort to intravar gurramulaku taginatundi pani ivaka దానిని అమితంగా మేత పెట్టి బలపెట్టడం చేత అది కూడా కొంతవరకు చాలా ప్రమాదం కలుగుతుంది వితౌట్ గివింగ్ సఫిషియంట్ అండ్ ప్రాపర్ వర్క్ టు ద హార్సెస్ ఇఫ్ యూ గో ఆన్ ఫీడింగ్ దెమ్ దే ఆర్ గోయింగ్ టు బికమ్ ఎ ప్రాబ్లమ్ టు నాడు గుర్రములకు తగినటువంటి పని మనం పెట్టడం లేదు వి ఆర్ నాట్ గివింగ్ ప్రాపర్ వర్క్ టు ది హార్సెస్ ఇష్టానుసారంగా కూడా దానా పెట్టి దాన్ని బలపెట్టి అనేక రకములుగా కూడా దానిని ఒక మదం ఎక్కేటటువంటి రీతిగా మనం పెంచుతున్నాం వి ఆర్ ఫీడింగ్ దీస్ హార్సెస్ with unwanted extra stuff and making it very kanukune ee gurramulu madamekki that is the reason why they are becoming medavargam patti they are going yajamarunne pramadamulo munchutundadi and they are putting the master himself into difficult situations 
కనుక మన ఇంద్రియములను భగవంతుడు ఇచ్చినటువంటి నిర్ణయానుసారంగా దాన్ని సద్వినియోగంగా అనుభవించాలి సరైనటువంటి మార్గంలో వినియోగించకుండా ఉన్నప్పుడే ఇది అనేక రకమైనటువంటి అశాంతికి గురి అవుతున్నాం ఇఫ్ యూ డు నాట్ యూజ్ దిస్ సెన్స్ ఆర్గన్స్ ఇన్ దాపర్ వే యూ ఎక్స్పీరియన్స్ ప్రపంచంలో అనేక మందికి తెలుసు మెనీ పీపుల్ నో దిస్ ఒకరికి ఒక భార్య ఉంటేనే ఆ సంసారం చాలా చీకాగ్గా ఉంటుంటుంది ఈవెన్ ఇఫ్ వన్ హ్యాస్ ఓన్లీ వన్ వైఫ్ ద ఫ్యామిలీ మే బి ఫేసింగ్ మెనీ ఇద్దరు భార్యలు ఉంటుంటే ఇంకా చెప్పనక్కరలేదు ఈ వన్ హ్యాస్ టూ వైఫ్ వెల్ వన్ కెనాట్ డిస్క్రైబ్ అట్ ఆల్ ఉత్తాన పాదులకు ఇద్దరు భార్యలు కింగ్ ఉత్తాన పాద హ్యాస్ టూ వైఫ్స్ కనుకనే ఇక్కడ అనేక రకమైన యొక్క భిన్న అభిప్రాయములు ఆవిర్భవించి కన్న కొడుకులైనటువంటి యొక్క ద్రువుణ్ణి కూడాను కారణులకు పంపవలసి వచ్చింది ఆన్ అకౌంట్ ఆఫ్ డిఫరెన్సెస్ ఆఫ్ ఒపీనియన్ బిట్వీన్ దీస్ టూ వైఫ్స్ కింగ్ ఉత్తాన పాద హ్యాడ్ టు సెండ్ ధ్రువ హిమ్సెల్ఫ్ టు ది ఫారెస్ట్ దశరథునకు ముగ్గురు భార్యలు దశరథ హ్యాడ్ త్రీ వైఫ్స్ ఇతను కూడాను ఈ భిన్నాభిప్రాయముల చేత భార్యను సమర్థంగా వహించడానికి లేక వారిని సరైనటువంటి స్థితిలో ఉంచడానికి సాధ్యము కాకపోవటం చేత భార్యను సంతోష పెట్టాలనేటువంటి ఉద్దేశం చేత కన్న కుమారుడైనటువంటి యొక్క శ్రీరాముని అడవికి పంపి కాయమును కోల్పోయాడు అన్ అకౌంట్ ఆఫ్ డిఫరెన్సెస్ ఆఫ్ ఒపీనియన్ బిట్వీన్ ద వైస్ అండ్ అన్ అకౌంట్ ఆఫ్ హిస్ ల్యాక్ ఆఫ్ కెపాసిటీ టు కీప్ దెమ్ ఆల్ హ్యాపీ అండ్ ఇన్ ఆర్డర్ టు ప్లీజ్ దెమ్ హీ హ్యాడ్ టు సెండ్ హిజ్ ఓన్ దియర్ సన్ రామా టు ఫారెస్ట్ ఉండినటువంటి భార్యలకే ఇన్ని విధమైనటువంటి ప్రమాదం సంభవిస్తుంటే పది మంది భార్యలు ఉన్నటువంటి వారికి ఎంత ప్రమాదం గురి అవుతారు యోచించేయండి మహాపురుషులకు పది మంది భార్యలు ఫార్ దిస్ మ్యాన్ కాల్డ్ మైండ్ టెన్ వైస్ అవే దశేంద్రియములు and those are the 10 sense organs okoka indriyam okoka dalani aashistuntadi one sense organ goes on desiring one object oka indriyam nenu masala vaasana ostundi adi masala dosha kavalantundi mukku one sense organ demands i would like to have masala dosa there is a very nenu sustaranni vinale manchi radio pettamani oka chevulu antunnai the ear commands that it would like to listen melodious music ask him to keep రేడియో ఆన్ నేనేదో కొత్తగా వచ్చినట్టు సినిమా సినిమా ఆ దానిని చూడాలని కనులు ఆశిస్తున్నాయి ది ఐస్ డిజైర్ టు గో ఫర్ ఎ న్యూ సినిమా విచ్ ఇస్ ఈ విధంగా ఒక్కొక్క ఇంద్రియం ఒక్కొక్క దాన్ని ఆశిస్తూ పోతున్నాయి ఇన్ దిస్ ఫ్యాషన్ ఈచ్ సెన్స్ ఆర్గన్ గోసా అన్ని ఒకే పర్యాయం ఒక్కొక్క ఇంద్రియం ఆశించినప్పుడు ఈ యజమానుడు దాని ఆశను ఏ రీతిగా తీర్చగలడు హౌ కెన్ దిస్ మాస్టర్ సాటిస్ఫై సో మెనీ డిమాండ్స్ ప్లేస్డ్ బై దిస్ సెన్స్ ఆర్గన్స్ ఈ విధంగా ఆ యొక్క ఇంద్రియముల యొక్క వాంఛనలు తీర్చలేక మనస్సు అనేక రకమైనటువంటి రీతిగా కుమిలిపోతుంటుంది నాట్ బీయింగ్ ఏబుల్ టు సాటిస్ఫై ది డిమాండ్స్ ఆఫ్ ది సెన్స్ ఆర్గన్స్ మైండ్ ఈస్ కాన్స్టెంట్లీ అండ్ ఇంతమంది పత్యలు కలిగినటువంటి ఈ మనస్సుని యజమానుడికి శాంతి ఎక్కడ నుంచి వస్తుంది హౌ కెన్ దిస్ మైండ్ విత్ టెన్ వైస్ హ్యావ్ శాంతి అత్యంత దూరంగా ఉంటుంది పీస్ ఈజ్ రాదర్ డిస్టెంట్ కారణము 
ఈ యొక్క ఇంద్రియుల యొక్క వాంఛలను నెరవేర్చటము చాలా కష్టం ది రీజన్ ఈస్ ఇట్ ఇస్ రాదర్ డిఫికల్ట్ టు సాటిస్ఫై ది డిమాండ్స్ ఆఫ్ ది సెన్స్ ఆర్గన్స్ యా ఇన్ దట్ డిస్కోస్ క్లిప్ ఐ థింక్ స్వామి ఇస్ గోయింగ్ సెన్స్ ఆర్గన్ బై సెన్స్ ఆర్గన్ ఇన్ సేయింగ్ యు నో వాట్ ఇట్ వాస్ మెంట్ ఫర్ కరెక్ట్ అండ్ హౌ ఆల్ యు ఆర్ మిస్ యూజింగ్ ఇట్ స్వామి ఇస్ లిస్టింగ్ అవుట్ స్టార్ట్స్ విత్ ద నోస్ హి సేస్ వాట్ వాస్ మెంట్ ఫర్ ఇన్హేలింగ్ అండ్ ఎక్సేలింగ్ విచ్ ఇస్ వన్ ఆఫ్ ద మోస్ట్ ఇంపార్టెంట్ you know duties given to a sense organ but that you know mm. <laughs> taking snuff mm. and smoking and you know swami goes into that uh you know what is important is again swami is coming back to that point where it is given to distinguish between good and bad smells mm. for the purpose of preserving one's health correct mm. right you know mm. it, it does have this duality in mm. built in it mm. but that is to preserve the health of the body purpose of that right I mean, uh, this statement here makes it all clear. He says, It is only the property using the God-given senses for the purposes for which they are intended that man can rise to divine heights. So, he says, the senses are given so that man can rise to divine heights. Ultimately, that is the purpose for which the senses are given. You know, in this context, um, there is this beautiful shloka from Bajagovindam. and um, the last shloka of bajagovindam where um, it's kind of a blessing and a boon that adishankara is giving to everybody right. like the disciple so he says guru charanam buja nirbara bhaktah samsarad achirad bhava muktah sendriya manasa niyamad devam draksyasi nija hridayastam devam mm-hmm. so he says to the disciple who is seated at the feet of the guru that only with a disciplined mind and controlled senses mm-hmm. only with uh, that's what he says sendriya manasa niyama devam with a disciplined with a controlled mind and disciplined senses you can experience the indwelling lord the lord who is dwelling in your heart so mm-hmm. that's what he i mean it, it's it's kind of the ultimate thing and that comes at the end of the bajagovindam mm-hmm. and he says even at that stage only through the control of senses you can experience the lord living in your heart <laughs> so i mean uh, from what swami says that is the ultimate purpose for which the senses are given and then he speaks uh, ext- a little bit about the tongue right. and um, in many contexts swami has spoken about the tongue right. he quotes uh, i think it is uh, saint jayadeva mm-hmm. whom swami quotes says jihve rasagye madura priyatvam mm-hmm. there is a padyam that he sings and basically it says that o tongue you are actually meant you are actually given to sing the sweet name of the lord govinda damodara madaveti mm-hmm. so you should sing such names o govinda damodara why are you uh, not doing that mm-hmm. and um, tongue he says is the only sense organ that has a dual function right like the eyes the nose the ears they have a single function the tongue has to taste it is also involved in speech i think more than having dual function hmm. it has the both functions which it has hmm. can draw you into problem <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's so, true you know it two dangerous portfolios are being handled by the tongue very yeah yeah very dangerous and um, it's amazing because <laughs> to say the tongue is one of the you know it has no bones in it right. it's one of the organs that has <laughs> no bones in it has, yeah so it can turn any way this way or that way but uh, the interesting thing here is 
both food and speech required to be controlled and uh, i think in the previous discourses when swami was mentioning about the body mm-hmm. he spoke about having satvik food right. and uh, satvik aahar and then now when you're talking about the tongue the other function is speech speech and um, he says backbiting mm. and um, you know talking ill about others all these are very common you know, even as swami was saying this i was reminded of a very nice incident which happened mm-hmm. in swami's residence mm-hmm. you know there was this one elderly gentleman okay who was working in the central trust mm-hmm. he used to come and report to swami every day mm-hmm. and he was known for his strictness and his sternness mm-hmm. he was very very straightforward and mm-hmm. people used to shiver to you know mm-hmm. interact with him mm-hmm. so swami had known this swami had known this person is known for his mm-hmm. you know a very very strong personality mm-hmm. and so one day swami wanted to ask about him to the boys who were there inside mm-hmm. okay so swami started the topic mm-hmm. it seems this person is very strict mm-hmm. people are scared of him it seems he is very rude mm-hmm. in speaking to people mm-hmm. so swami wanted to see what the boys will tell mm-hmm. so swami looked at one boy and asked him what do you think is he like that mm-hmm. So he knew the answer <laughs> mm. he knew that that person was like that mm. but you cannot tell that to swami mm. so this person said swami i work in the university mm. okay because i am in the <laughs> institute as a lecturer mm. so i don't know how he is in the central trust mm. so he escaped mm. <laughs> okay then swami said who works in the central trust there was mm. another boy who was mm. working in the central trust mm. so swami looked at him you tell me mm. is he like that mm. you work in the central trust mm. so now this boy was in a spot mm. <laughs> okay so he couldn't escape mm. So he said Swami mm. I'm here most of the time serving you mm. you know when I go to the central trust mm. he comes to the interview room <laughs> when he's you know when he goes to the central trust mm. I come and serve you here mm. so we are so happy with that because mm. you know Swami said this is what is required you mm. know that yukti mm. because Swami was testing them mm. to see that you know when given even given that opportunity are they are they taking to backbiting mm. you know <laughs> <laughs> that's a very dangerous uh, habit and, and I, i think on many occasions swami has done this you mm. know when the person is not there swami would try to mm. ask and see what is the response correct that person i think somewhere or the other swami has mentioned the four uh, faults of the tongue mm-hmm. i think amongst them is backbiting and speaking lies right. and then speaking too much so um, he has always insisted that talk less right in fact talk the, less the the vedas say mitabashi smitabashi mm. priyam vada mm. the one you have used to talk less mm. talk pleasantly mm. and talk pleasingly mm. you know uh, with regards to uh, backbiting you know which we all are very adept in um <laughs> swami would say suppose somebody is talking to you mm-hmm. and um, you are not comfortable with the way he is talking okay you are you are angry you are upset with how he is handling and how he is talking now if you go and tell another person this that this person told like this then don't you think that the other person also will be hurt because mm-hmm. you were hurt when you heard this from this person mm-hmm. so why carry it and go and tell to the others and don't go and broadcast so you are in turn hurting many others by telling this mm-hmm. so he says refrain from to- talking so this backbiting culture so he says refrain from doing that <laughs> because you are hurt and if you go and tell others they will be hurt as well there's that incident in the life of i think mahatma gandhi mm-hmm. when he is traveling to london i think in a ship mm-hmm. where a westerner comes and starts abusing him verbally okay 
starts pouring abuses on him mm. gandhi is just quiet mm. you know he doesn't say anything mm. so at the end of it uh, that man is surprised he said are you not hurt by what i'm telling you mm. he said no mm. so gandhi goes on to say that if mm. you give me something mm. if i refuse it mm. what happens to that object mm. he said i'll take it back mm. <laughs> so mahatma gandhi said that's exactly what i'm doing mm. you're giving me some things which i don't agree with mm. and which i don't want also it's so mm. unpleasant mm. so why will i take it mm. you know talking about the senses the the sense of the ear hearing mm. because most of us actually the first disturbance in the mind mm. comes because of what we hear mm-hmm. no we cannot accept Mm. things which are unpleasant about us mm. things which are unpleasant about things we like mm. so it starts with the here you know mm. it's a beautiful uh, incident where mm. mahatma gandhi said if you do not accept mm. then why take why take it at all correct <laughs> that's the easiest way out you it's like a gift when it's given to you give it back right. <laughs> i don't want your gift so here then swami goes on to talk about he's just comparing it with the wives number of wives and the beautiful thing is you know even mm. as swami is talking about those wives mm. first thing swami says is they are like horses mm. yoked to the chariot mm. okay mm. and then swami is talking about the problems you will have with multiple wives correct interestingly you know mm. if you just see the contrast mm. swami is saying treat your senses like horses mm. horses are subservient mm. creatures mm. you use them for your purpose correct okay mm. but wives are equals Mm. we are taught to treat wives as equals mm. swami says ardangi mm. that is the word for wives mm. it also brings in the idea that you mm. are treating senses as your equals mm. swami says treat your senses like horses correct they are correct. horses yoked to the chariot mm. but you are giving them the importance of a wife mm. and not only one wife you have multiple wives no oh, that's a very <laughs> beautiful point you know? yeah mm. and he talks about uttanpada and dasharatha right um <laughs> he says uh, with three wives dashratha had a tough time right. and uh, our mind has got 10 wives that uh, that is the uh, pancha gyanendriyas and karmendriyas i mean the pancha gyanendriyas are uh, drishti that is sight, sight hearing taste touch and smell right and um, swami has said that the pancha karmendriyas are hands legs the vocal cords then we have organs of excretion and reproduction right. these are the pancha karmendriyas so pancha gyanendriyas and pancha karmendriyas make up 10 and in many contexts dasharatha right. so he would say the inner meaning is 10 horses 10 horses hmm. and you know <laughs> wonderfully swami says that you know horses drawing the chariot mm. they have to be fed so that they are strong enough to draw the chariot mm-hmm. but here we are feeding the horses more mm. and extracting less work out of them correct so what is happening is they're being unduly fattened mm. <laughs> and we're not giving them adequate work mm. so when you want them for work <laughs> they're going to be slothful and it'll be difficult <laughs> so i mean what he says is there are practices which people do mm-hmm. to bring uh, calm down the senses you know the senses are always going outward one such practice interesting practice is the chanting of omkara you know okay. in the morning before the suprabhatam you have 21 omkarams right. that are chanted that helps to kind of divert the mind and to calm it down so uh, then because that same is the case with bhajan mm-hmm. same is the case with omkaram because your um, tongue is chanting your eyes are imagining a form your ears are listening and 
all the sense organs are involved in something which is good and holy right so that is the way of kind of diverting the mind and actually you know the sense organs play a very very important role mm-hmm. scientifically looking at it we all would have read about the you know the pavlov's ex- experiment exactly where a dog mm. every time it is given food mm. a bell is rung correct okay so mm. every time the bell is rung mm. the dog expects food mm. so when you bring food in front of a dog the dog salivates when it sees the food so with repeating this experiment every time the bell is rung mm. the dog starts salivating correct in fact every ritual which we come across mm. in any religion mm-hmm. is actually meant to serve this purpose oh okay why do you light an agarbatti mm. when constantly every time you go to pray mm. you have that pleasant smell mm. every time you get that pleasant smell you automatically your mind tunes mm. and calms down for prayer correct if you look at all the uh, disciplines which swami has put in place in the ashram mm. about clothing mm. why women have to follow certain clothing men mm. we have to follow certain clothing because when you see a disciplined environment mm. automatically you get tuned to the ashram environment you get tuned to what this ashram has to offer mm. and swami would say like you know in a discourse swami was saying the same crowd mm. swami is addressing the gathering the same crowd mm. when it goes to a cinema hall mm. its behavior will be different Correct. the same crowd when it is in a, a busy temple mm. <laughs> its behavior will be different Correct. but when it comes to a spiritual gathering mm. where there is a pravachan mm. the silence which has to be maintained is completely different very true so when we constantly do these rituals and these mm. uh, related things which most of the time it's only the senses mm. what the eye see what mm. the smell we get mm. what hearing you know the idea of ringing the bell is that Mm. so that every time the bell is rung you know mm. those days mm. as a, a wonderful thing which was shown initially in the initial years mm. all civilizations came by the river yes but with time mm. the city started developing around the temple oh okay if you see in mm. the in the deccan mm. region Correct. the cholas the pandyas there would be a huge temple like the mm. tanjavur temple mm. you know like the temple in uh, madurai mm. in meenakshi mm. and around the temple the city would come out Mm. So even if you are not going to the temple mm. when the temple bell is rung mm. you know you think of god the same thing with the churches mm. when the church bell is gone you know mm. you think of you know talking lord. of temples another uh, point just comes to my mind um if you see study the sculpture on the temples you know you study the gopuram i had just been to south india and i had seen some of the gopurams and even on the temple walls outer walls you have sculptures depicting various aspects of life mm-hmm. and you have sculptures depicting different people doing different things and um, it's so varied and it's so different but as you go inside inside the temple you are made to focus only on that one form <laughs> so in a in a way it says you leave all your sensory perceptions outside you you have all the variety outside you can see everything and you can see people of different different forms and doing different uh, activities and different uh, cultures and you know there there is song there is dance there right. is music everything but as you go inside and as you go deeper into the sanctum sanctorum you know it becomes narrower and narrower for people those who have gone to tirupati you know it becomes narrower and narrower and there you just find only the lord's uh, statue there so in a sense you know it's focusing all your senses calming them down and then you leave all that outside and come towards right you know <laughs> this concept of sublimating the senses mm. the best example is at the gopikas mm-hmm. the way swami explains mm. 
you know when they hear any sound mm. they somehow associated with krishna correct the moment they hear the gushing of the yamuna mm. they think of krishna we mm. we spent that time in the mm. banks of krishna mm. the moment they see a bird they see a flower they see mm. this one everything they manage to associate every sensory object they come across mm. with krishna mm. so the same senses mm. the same attractions <laughs> the same mm. pleasant smells and unpleasant smells mm. but everything was reminding them of krishna how beautiful yeah. i mean in that gopika geetam if you go through there is one shloka that says you know who is this brahma who created the eyelids right beautiful <laughs> verse that is he says because of the eyelids uh, we cannot we are not we able to continuously, continuously see krishna <laughs> to that level of uh, literally you know the actual translation is what a dull wit this brahma is exactly. who has created this eyelid <laughs> that's true because of whom we are not able to see a lot continuously <laughs> that's true wonderful so saprakash let's go to the next part which sure. is another Nine minute clip. The okay. end of it, we'll see what Swami has to say. Karu ka yeh indriyamaliyo ka tattwani. Manav sariyanitmuntri itilo adupulo petti na pude. Tanu, tana parasaram vaharu kudanu. Anandani. Anubavinchakalani. If one can exercise proper control over the sense organs, he would be happy and his near ones and dear ones also will be happy. Yeh indriyamalanu. సమన్వయ పరిచేటువంటి మార్గము కూడా ఒక మార్గం ఉంటున్నది దేర్ ఈస్ ఎ పర్టికులర్ మెథడ్ ఆఫ్ హార్మోనైజింగ్ రెండింటినీ సమర్థంగా భావించి ఆనందంగా కాలములు గడిపేటువంటి వ్యక్తులు కూడా అనేక మంది ఉంటున్నారు దేర్ ఆర్ క్వైట్ ఫ్యూ పీపుల్ హూ కెన్ కన్సిడర్ జాయ్ అండ్ సారో విత్ ఈక్వల్ మైండెడ్నెస్ అండ్ లివ్ ఎ హ్యాపీ లైఫ్ ఇది ఏ విధంగా అంటే పాసిబుల్ తుకారా ఉండేటువంటి వాడు there was tukara atanu parama bhaktudu he was a great devotee kaani atanu gruhasthudu he was a family man atani bharya maha gayyali his wife was rather troublesome lady kaani ainappadikini aame manasunu sarenitithilo samanvaya parichukoni taanu pravartinchadaniki tagina krushi chese etuvanti vaadu he was always making efforts in order to keep her happy and conduct himself in matak mata yetuku yetuku jariginappude adi oka pedda pramadanga roopandutundi when you return word for word and tit for tat it lends anintini ippudu samarthinchukoni samarthinchukoni shaantanga kaalam gadipetunte vaadu ee yokka tukaram he used to adjust himself and live a peaceful life ee vidhanga ante ataniki oka ardhakra bhoomi undetunte he had half an acre of land ఏదో కుటుంబ పోషణ నిమిత్తమై తాను దానిని సాగు చేస్తూ ఉండేటువంటి వాడు ఇరుగు పొరుగు వారి యొక్క ప్రోద్బలం చేత తన అర ఎకరా భూమి లోపల కూడా చెరుకు పండించడానికి ప్రయత్నించాడు ఎన్కరేజ్ బై ది నైబర్స్ హీ వాంటెడ్ టు రేజ్ షుగర్ కేన్ క్రాప్ ఆన్ దట్ ఫీల్డ్ కానీ ఏదో రీతిగా పండించాడు పాప హీ సక్సెడ్ ఇన్ దట్ ఇన్ తుకారామ్ యొక్క బలహీనత అందరూ గుర్తించినటువంటి వారు కనుక అది పూర్తి పరిపక్వ స్థితికి వచ్చేటప్పటికి అటు పోయేవాడు ఒక చెరుకును కొట్టుకొని తింటాం ఇటు పోయేవాడు ఒక చెరుకును కొట్టుకొని తింటాం ఈ విధంగా బాటసారులకు అది ఆహారంగా నిర్ణయింపబడింది యాజ్ ఆల్ ది పీపుల్ ఇన్ ది విలేజ్ అండ్ నేబర్హుడ్ న్యూ వాట్ టైప్ ఆఫ్ నేచర్ తుకారాం హ్యాడ్ ఎవ్రీ వాకర్ బాయ్ వుడ్ పికప్ వన్ షుగర్ కేన్ అండ్ ఈట్ ఇట్ అప్ కడపటికి ఏదో ఉన్నదానిని తీసుకుని ఇంటికి తీసుకురావాలని ఒక బండి కట్టుకుని ఆ చెరుకు తోటకు వెళ్ళాడు ఆఫ్టర్ సో మచ్ ఆఫ్ దాట్ షుగర్ కేన్ ఇస్ లాస్ట్ హీ ఫైనలీ డిసైడెడ్ వాట్ ఎవర్ మోపు కట్టుకున్నాడు ఆ చెరుకును 
he tied the sugar cane and he wanted to get it in inti ki vastunnadu bandilo he was bringing it in a car darilo addam vachinatti pillalu andaru kodanu tata naaku cheruku tata naaku cheruku ani andaru adugutu vacharu and on the way so many kids used to go and ask grandpa jagamu tukaramu swabhavamu so his nature was very generous nature అటువంటి త్యాగభావం కలిగటం చేత అడిగిన వారికందరికి ఇస్తూ వచ్చాడు యాజ్ హి హెడ్ జనరస్ నేచర్ హి బిగాన్ గివింగ్ వన్ పీస్ ఇంటికి చేరేటప్పటికి ఒక్క చెరుకు మాత్రమే మిగిలింది బై ది టైమ్ హీ రీచ్ హోమ్ ఓన్లీ వన్ పీస్ ఆఫ్ షుగర్ కేన్ వాజ్ లెఫ్ట్ బండి వచ్చింది చూచింది భార్య వైఫ్ సాధకార్ట్ ఏమిటిది ఒక్క చెరుకుని తీసుకుని వచ్చావా సంసారం ఏ రీతిగా నువ్వు పోషించాలని యోచన చేస్తున్నావు వాట్ ఈస్ దిస్ you are bringing only one all bitterlu poshinchalenitti yogyata undinappudu nee venduku pendaadali if you cannot protect and provide sustenance for the family why did you marry me idhanga sarvamanu tyagam chestunte paraluk tyagam chestunte swavishyam em ayipothundi if you go on sacrificing like this to others how can the family be carried on ani koopam tho nana maatalu maatladi aa bandilo undinatvanti cherukuni theesukuni kottindi bhartanu she used all this abusive language against tukaram to call up the sugar cane bean and bet tukaram with it aa charaku rendu mukkalai krinda padi oka mukka aa bhari chetulo nilchindi that sugar cane piece was broken into two pieces one fell down the other piece was in the tukaram chaala aanandinchadu tukaram was so happy with it bandilo nunchi nenu vacheyanta varaku kuda nu nenu chaala samasyalato vachanu ee nadu na samasya teerindi ani while coming with the cart i had number of problems in my mind and today all the problems na samasya ante oka cheruku teesukopothunnanu iddaru biddalu unnaru oka bharya undi dinini ye reethiga nenu panchali ani yochisthu vachanu when i was getting one piece of sugar cane i was wondering how can i distribute between my wife and two children na yokka samasya nive pariharam chesavannadu you have solved my problem entinte kinda padipoyina rendu tundu okati oka bittaku okati okkoduku chethilo unnadi aa bharyaku saripoyindi na samasya teeripoyindi annadu the piece that was left in the hand of wife was for wife and two pieces which fell down are meant for two children my problem is solved ee vidhamga kudanu indriyamlu yokka prabhavamu tarapaina entha varakunu kudanu బలవత్తపరిచినప్పటికీ సమన్వయం గావించుకునేటువంటి చిత్తము కొంతమంది మహనీయులకు మాత్రమే ఉంటాయి సమ్ గ్రేట్ సోల్స్ హ్యావ్ ది కెపాసిటీ టు బేర్ అండ్ అడ్జస్ట్ అండ్ కంట్రోల్ కేవలం భక్తి శక్తులతో మాత్రమే ఇది లభ్యమవుతుంది దిస్ ఈస్ పాసిబుల్ టు అక్వైర్ ఓన్లీ త్రూ డివోషన్ కనుక ఇంద్రియములను నిగ్రహించుకోవటం ఎవరి చేత కాదని నిరుత్సాహపడనక్కర్లేదు వన్ నీడ్ నాట్ గెట్ డిస్కరేజ్ దట్ ఇట్ ఈస్ నాట్ పాసిబుల్ టు పవిత్రమైన భక్తి ప్రపత్తుల చేత ఇంద్రియములను స్వాధీనపరచుకోవచ్చును త్రూ డివోషన్ అండ్ సరెండర్ వన్ కెన్ కంట్రోల్ సెన్స్ ఆర్గన్స్ ఇంకొకటి విరుద్ధమైన భార్య వల్ల కూడా తాను ఈ విధమైనటువంటి సమన్వయాన్ని తాను సలుపుతూ వచ్చాడు కబీర్ కబీర్ ఈజ్ అనదర్ ఇన్స్టెన్స్ ఆఫ్ హౌ హీ మేనేజ్ హిజ్ వైఫ్ వెన్ షీ వాజ్ వెరీ హాస్టైల్ టు హిమ్ తుకారాం ఆ విధంగా చేసినప్పుడు కబీర్ ఇంకొక రీతిగా చేస్తూ వచ్చాడు తుకారాం ఫాలోడ్ ఏ డిఫరెంట్ పాత్ compared to atani bharya atani adugu jaadalu nadcheyatundi paapa maha sadhimani a wife of kabir was extremely obedient bharta abhishtame tana abhishtamu she always sarade pratyekamaina tundi oka vaanchaledu 
she did not have anything like her own desire at all ye aadana niyamichina danini sirsa vahinchi aacharinche atvantadi he would implicitly obey whatever kabir wanted her to do okanadu kabiru nestu unnadu ram 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 ani ramanaama smarana chestu kabir was weaving a cloth on a particular day repeating the name of ram 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 patta pagalu 12 gantalu it was 12 o'clock in the day eme lopanunnava ani pilichadu tukaram called his wife well are you available in the house parigetti vachindi paapam she came running ikkada noolu pogu tegindi deepam nantinchukonra annadu he said that here the one thread is broken light a lamp and get it he said vellindi deepam nantinchukoni vachindi she lit the lamp and brought it dagara dette inka vaddu akkara teesukoni po annadu when she brought the lamp near nearer he said no there is no need take it back she took it back ఏ ఒక్క జవాబు తాను చెప్పలేదు పట్టపగులే కండు కనిపించలేదా దారం తెగింది చెప్పటం లేదా దీపం వచ్చిన తర్వాత తిరిగి తీసుకుని పోవడం చెప్పటమా ఏం పని లేదా నాకు అని భార్య భర్తతో ఏమాత్రం వాదించలేదు ఇన్ స్పైట్ ఆఫ్ నోయింగ్ దట్ ఇట్ వాజ్ దేర్ వాజ్ నో నీడ్ ఫర్ బ్రింగింగ్ ఇట్ షీ డిడ్ నాట్ ఆన్సర్ బ్యాక్ కబీర్ అట్ ఆల్ ఇంప్లిసిట్లీ ఒబేడ్ హిమ్ కనుక ఈ విధమైనటువంటి యొక్క భర్తకు సహకారంగా ఉండేటువంటి భార్య వల్ల తాను భగవద్ భక్తిని కూడా పెంచుకుంటూ భగవంతునికి మంచి థ్యాంక్స్ చెప్పాడు పాప ఆన్ అకౌంట్ ఆఫ్ సచ్ ఎ గుడ్ నైస్ అండ్ ఒబీడియంట్ వైఫ్ తుకారాం కబీర్ డెవలప్డ్ డివోషన్ అండ్ ఆల్సో థ్యాంక్ఫుల్ టు దైపున తుకారాం విరుద్ధమైనటువంటి భార్యతో పవిత్రమైన మార్గాన్ని అందుకున్నాడు ఆన్ ద వన్ వన్ సైడ్ tukaram with a hostile wife was kabir anukulamati bharito pavitramaina sthitini pondadu kabir with a sacred devoted wife he also reached the heights of kanaka mana vatavaranu deeniki emaatram kudnu addu raadu manalo undinatundi bhava chittamu parishuddham ga undali therefore the environment cannot become an obstacle it is only the purity of the mind and determination which are necessary kanaka mana baita vatavaranu emaatramu manu paatincharadu do not criticize the external environment as an obstacle at all ee yokka bhava chittamu ee yokka pavitramaina bhavamu parishuddhamainatundi samanvayam kaavinchukovali make your own feeling sacred and purify your heart so i think most of that discourse were the two stories which are me correct narrated mm. and uh, you know we've heard this story many times from swami the life of tukaram correct and even as swami is contrasting it between you know that good wife bad wife there's mm-hmm. a wonderful quote by socrates mm-hmm. he says all men must get married mm-hmm. if you have a good wife you will have a happy life mm-hmm. if you have a bad wife you will become a philosopher <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> you know this first statement which swami makes in that clip mm-hmm. wonderful he says those who keep the senses under control mm-hmm. will be happy themselves mm mm-hmm. and will be able to keep others around them happy okay mm. no because it's a very uh, very straightforward and very practical thing which we all see that how one mm. person's mm. addiction to any bad habit mm. kind of influences and you know troubles the entire family or the community around mm. it's something which we are increasingly seeing mm. yeah beat in in terms of sound you know you put loud music right. for that matter that uh, you not be the very very extreme bad habits mm. even, yeah even something even, like blasting right. something at home you want to enjoy uh, 3d surround uh, <laughs> <laughs> system you blast the sound not bothering about the person especially in flats you know when right. people are living in 
but you know interestingly sometime back i was seeing an advertisement for uh, apartments mm-hmm. you know their unique selling proposition you know what was don't it? tell me they are soundproofing their walls yeah almost as as much as that <laughs> oh, they saying that you will have no wall uh. being shared with your neighbor oh it's that, being built okay. in a way okay you know if you look at it those days mm. you know there used to be this agraharam they used to call you know in Direct. the street everybody lives nobody mm. used to close their windows and doors everything mm. would be open anybody could walk into any house mm. you know that was a place where everybody respected the other person's space even though we even though it looked like a mingling society mm. but now we are you know making sure that i can do whatever i want mm. if it disturbs you we will soundproof the room <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's going to the extreme but uh, you know here he says forbearance and equanimity can rarely f- be found except in such high souled persons what swami has mentioned about forbearance he says it is the force and power that controls motivates guides the activities of senses in a disciplined way mm-hmm. <laughs> so you say if you have forbearance you can control and motivate the senses in a disciplined way right. <laughs> that's the so he says with sahanam you can even coexist and pull along right. in fact you know that is the hierarchy as you were telling the senses mm-hmm. the mind and the intellect mm-hmm. in another place swami was describing mm. you know the four aspects of the mind which swami talks many times okay manas buddhi mm. chitta and ahankara mm. so swami is explaining what are the three aspects mm-hmm. this manas buddhi and chitta how are they different mm-hmm. chitta of course is the impressionable mind correct that which carries your you know uh, your understandings and your mm. belief systems and mm. all that mm. the buddhi is the discriminating mind mm. and manas is that mind which will be drawn easily by the senses <laughs> and so some beautifully portrays it as the reins correct that's the first thing which will be pulled mm. you know when the senses go astray mm. so he says that the mind that manas is actually the desire filled aspect of the mind mm. okay So Swami says that the senses pull you in a certain direction. Mm. What is nice, what is not nice. There is no mm. discrimination for the senses. Mm. A smell is pleasant, unpleasant. That's all. It's mm. either this or that. Okay, but the intellect says mm. that fine, it is unpleasant. Mm. But wait, <laughs> don't react immediately. Correct. So that is why Swami is saying that you know the hierarchy, the buddhi. Let the decision making go to the buddhi. Mm. Let it not be in the manas. Correct. Or the chitta. <laughs> so the moment. even though there's an unpleasantness even though you know there is something which is not immediately beneficial mm. the intellect says yes wait let us make sure that this is not good for us mm. or let us make sure that this is really good for us Correct. and then plunge then plunge into it you know here uh, the next statement swami says that um, through bhakti or through right. sharanagati so that is surrender you do not feel disheartened yeah. with the fear that you will not be able to control, <laughs> control the mind and he says by developing one pointed devotion and complete surrender to god the senses can definitely be brought under control right you know um, several times swami has used this analogy of telling that the mind is actually like a small child mm-hmm. you know when the mother is walking on the road with the child the child is so fascinated the mind and the senses is like a child which try to see everything <laughs> around and it uh, gets uh, attracted so the mind keeps trying to go this side that side this side that side and uh, what happens is the mother is absolutely confident because she has complete control over the child and the mother looks at the child and allows him to go 
Mm-hmm. So he he is he they are walking and then the child is running ahead. <laughs> the mother allows him to run, but she knows when to go and catch him by the hand and just if he is crossing his limit, if he is going on to the main road, she would immediately rush and catch him and protect him. So this can be seen in two ways. So Swami says, look at the mind. When you look at the mind and you know it is going in various ways, you should go and catch it. This is if you identify yourself with the mother. Okay. If you identify yourself with the child and God as the mother, it's the other way around. The child has 100% surrender to the mother. Wonderful. No. <laughs> the child has 100% surrender. The child is absolutely not bothered. If, if the child can run anywhere, the child can go what because he knows that when I am going to get into some danger the my mother is there. So because the child has 100% surrendered to the mother he is free beautiful like <laughs> just reminded of what swami had told one devotee of course we have heard swami saying that equanimity mm. pain or pleasure mm. but to this devotee swami told something very different mm-hmm. it you know i can place it in context mm. when you tell mm. this analogy so swami mm. says that mm. when i give you happiness mm. enjoy it mm. when i give you pain mm. suffer it mm. No, feel bad. You, feel, you cry if you want to cry. You cry. Mm. But between, even as you go through these two, mm. remember that I am taking care of you. That is Sharanagati. Right. That is a, like this. My mm. like the very mm. analogy which you gave. The child runs. Yeah. You know, it doesn't discriminate. Is it right or wrong? It Correct. runs it because runs. it knows that there's the somebody to pull me. You know, <laughs> wonderful. Like, I, only I heard uh, from one of the devotees that uh, in a session in the interview room, um, one devotee asked Swami. Swami, um, people say that uh, the best way is to surrender to you. Mm-hmm. But I find it very difficult, Swami. How to actually, practically in day-to-day life, how to surrender to you? Mm-hmm. Then Swami <laughs> pulled his leg. He said, see, all those who talk of surrendering, don't think all of them have surrendered. <laughs> okay, <laughs> But he says, there is a very, very simple and easy way to do that. Okay, He says, just believe that Swami is omnipresent. Okay. Just believe and live it. So automatically, you know, you are seeing this and is this good for me? Is Will Swami Allah, Swami knows, Swami knows, Swami knows what I am doing. Swami knows what I am seeing, Swami knows what I am hearing, Swami knows what I am tasting, Swami knows everything. So in that constant state of, you know, awareness that mm-hmm. Swami is omnipresent, automatically your senses will be sanctified. Automatically, you know, your senses will be drawn towards Swami. <laughs> so, he just says, just believe that Swami is omnipresent, that He is always there, watching you, with you. Then, automatically, your senses will be sanctified. That's exactly what He said about the gopis. You know, right. He said the gopis exactly. associated every sense of their... Sublimation of yeah. the senses and the objects around. And you know, when Swami says that when you develop one-pointed devotion and complete surrender... Mm-hmm. It's, I'm reminded of one forward which I got some time back, mm-hmm. maybe four or five years back. Mm. There was a picture of a very beautiful flower. Mm. Okay, a very beautiful flower. And you know that uh, bouquet effect when you, which you get when you take a picture. Mm. The background is completely blurred and uh, yeah. you know, there's mm. wonderful clarity of the mm. flower. Very mm. beautiful flower. Mm. And the caption went on saying mm. that, you know, world is like this. It's very beautiful. Mm. Okay. And then there was a lines which followed. He mm. says, but make sure that your focus is correct. Mm. Okay. And the next picture was, mm. this flower was absolutely blurred. Mm. Okay. And you know what was in the background? Mm-hmm. It was Swami's feet. 
Oh. Okay, this was mm-hmm. a picture taken of the flower which was in front of Swami's feet. Mm-hmm. But it was taken so well that Swami's mm-hmm. feet was absolutely, mm-hmm. you know, not seen, mm-hmm. but the flower was seen. Mm-hmm. So the message read the flower is very beautiful. Mm-hmm. But if you focus correct, mm-hmm. the Lord's feet is there. Oh, okay. In in mm-hmm. enjoying this beauty, mm-hmm. you are actually missing that mm-hmm. the Lord who is there. You know that mm-hmm. focus is so important. Mm-hmm. There's a very famous story which comes from the life of Panini. Mm-hmm. You know, the father of mm. Sanskrit grammar. Mm. You know, when he is a student in the Gurukula, mm. you know, he stood out because of his focus in his studies. Okay. Mm. So, there is one incident, mm. the incident which actually told the Guru mm. that this ma- this is, this boy is going to be one of the greatest scholars mm-hmm. the land has seen. Mm. Uh, you know, the, the Gurukula system of those days, mm. the husband and wife mm. used to take care of the children. Mm. Like you know, you have to go and stay in the guru's Guru house. Kulam. Yes. The wife of the guru actually cooks for the children, mm. just as she cooks for her own children, mm. and she feeds them. Mm. And so they used to have this, literally a batch system. They mm. all used to come, eat their food, and go mm. back to their lessons. Mm. So one day when Panini had come for lunch, mm. and all the while he was sitting and he was thinking about his lessons. Mm. So he was going on thinking the lessons and uh, uh, recapitulating what he had learned. Mananam, basically. <laughs> basically, mananam, right? <laughs> okay, and uh, he didn't realize that mm. he actually went and sat next to the stove. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm. And in that state of being lost in his studies, mm. it seems he picks up the charcoal and starts eating it. Pah. Thinking that it has been served for him. Oh. Okay. Mm. And he starts eating it and in the midway, uh, the wife of the guru comes, Guru Mata, mm. right? So she comes and says, what are you doing? Mm. You silly boy, you're eating mm. charcoal like mm. that. So he says, I don't know, but my stomach mm. is full now. I have to get back to my studies and he goes. Pah. You know, so the wife is mm. so disturbed by it. You mm. know, this boy, he's not even thinking about mm. what he's eating and all mm. that. So she goes and tells the guru, mm. you know, this scene happened. So the moment the guru hears that, mm. he says, mm. watch out, this boy is going to be something totally different. And because his focus in studies is so much... Mm. That his senses senses mm. are totally obliterated, you know, removed from the picture completely. Mm, mm. You know, actually, uh, it, it's it's kind of stretching the whole analogy. Mm-hmm. But I am um, really uh, tempted to bring this to the notice of our listeners. I am sure all those who have experienced a darshan session or you know an interview with Bhagwan, the perfect control that Swami has on his eyes no the, the <laughs> when he sees you know because we, there are s- times when you want Swami to look at you and you want him to smile you want and uh, he will look till the previous person just jump you and go <laughs> means it is not the case uh, that I found very very unique because oftentimes you know when we are sitting in the bhajan hall and you see Swami sitting on the uh, throne there are times when you really see Swami has not even blinked. Right. You know, Swami's... So, in a sense, Swami had perfect control over His... I mean, He he has perfect control over even everything. But sense. He just showed it. He demonstrated it to us. And perfect control over what He's looking. When He wants to look there, He will look. It's not like our eyes. It just scans the entire... Uh, <laughs> you know, whatever is around, we look at everything. For Swami, of course, because he knows what is there, he will decide and then look. <laughs> and uh, that is something which is which is amazing and which we can never forget that characteristic, you know, Swami is just scanning through everybody. Suddenly jumps one person. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Swami used to say that very often. I don't mm. waste a look. Mm. I don't waste a word. Correct. You know, for all those 
Mm. who sometimes believe you know we look at swami and why swami talking to that person mm. you know why swami wasting time literally people used to say but swami would often say that mm. not a single word of mine will be wasted very i don't true. waste a single word very true i don't waste a single look mm. <laughs> see um, he talks about um, controlling the senses and he talks about forbearance as well you know forbearance is when you you know when you control when you are able to calm down the senses and when you accept you know um, there is this beautiful story of uh, prophet muhammad mm-hmm. when um, he is going out to preach and um, there are people who are jealous naturally and uh, although many people listen to his teachings there were people who were really against him so there is this old lady on the first floor of the house every time he would pass by she would right. collect all the dust and then pour it on prophet muhammad and um, he never looked up he never complained he never did anything he would just dust his dress off and go and uh, on one particular day that shower of dust did not come so he thought possibly she is still asleep and uh, he went ahead but uh, the next day again the shower of dust did not come so then this got him thinking and he actually went up to the house and uh, looking at him she was a bit alarmed she thought he would take her to task right because this was a daily ritual uh, but instead he said uh, what happened to you i did not get my customary shower of <laughs> <laughs> so she was taken aback and then with his love and his real concern for her he took care of her he brought her medicine and he till she was ap- actually cured that transformed her that transformed so that forbearance to bear to be able to bear all this and then still go ahead so that is one way of also sublimating the senses wonderful so that really was an informative discourse and you know it just comes to know that when you sit and listen to swami's discourse mm. there is so much in it that's true <laughs> and uh, thanks to this program we are able to do that and thanks to swami for inspiring us to take up this program and dear listeners it is really a very very fulfilling thing to do this program sit and listen to this discourse and to recollect it we do hope that you too are benefiting from this and you too are enjoying with this format if you have any comments if you have anything to share with us about these discourses do write to listener at radiosci.org thank you for joining us stay tuned happy listening You just heard an episode of our radio series Shravanam Mananam Nidhidhyasanam that is listen reflect and absorb This is a segment that is hosted live on Thursdays at 7:30 p.m. by Radio Sai Sai Prakash and Prem only on Asia stream of Radio Sai Global Harmony Today's episode was first broadcast live on 4th July 2013 The discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered as part of the summer course in Indian Culture and Spirituality 1990. The clips played in this episode were from the discourse delivered on 22nd May 1990. To listen to the next part of this program, tune in same time, same day next week. Please do write to us and let us know what you think about this program by writing to 
listener at radiosai.org. Thank you and Sai Ram from Prashanti Nilayam.